is a box, a musical box, wound up and ready to play. Can you guess what is in it today? Well, it is only words, and these are my words to you. This is Box 39 here on Colm Radio. I am Bill Lawrence, and I'm with Mike Harwood and Ian Talentar tonight. And this is our programme all about words and word games. In fact, we're going to be playing the world's most popular world games here, live, on your radio. And we hope, of course, you'll join in. From Scrabble to Call My Bluff, from Just a Minute to Countdown, we're going to be playing everything and anything. So, I'm sure you will agree, this is going to be a radio first. We're going to be playing charades. We're going to be doing mimes on your radio. Something you just don't get on Radio 4. So, let's open Box 39 and let the word games begin. And here is our first word conundrum. Can you unravel this anagram of a place close to Box 39? And the clue is, consider Waterloo. with Bill Lawrence and Adrian Cohen. And this week we're playing word games with Mike Harwood and Ian Tallentire. Yes, we are. We're playing word games. This is Box 39. And as I said before, I'm Bill Lawrence and I'm with Mike Harwood to my left wearing a very fetching blue jumper. Good evening, Mike. Good evening, all. And right in front of me, wearing another fetching uh, blue top that's got a word on it I can't read. I wouldn't say that word because it's advertising. It's Ian Tallentire. Hello, Ian. Evening, all. Evening, Bill. Evening, Mike. It's Hello. lovely to have you here because we're playing parlour games. Those old-fashioned parlour games that revolve around words and phrases and expressions. So, 
we did leave you with that anagram, didn't we? Which was consider Waterloo. So any ideas what that is? So I reckon, okay. I reckon it's got something to do with where we are at this very moment in time, Mr. Lawrence. Go on, help him out, Mike. Colchester Radio Towers. <laughs> no, no. Cone Radio, isn't it? Cone Radio Towers, absolutely. Yeah. Now we're going to play our first game. Here we are. Is ever popular Scrabble? If you're not sure what Scrabble is, it's a crossword game, isn't it? You create words, they can go up and down and side to side. Um, and Mike, you're going to be playing against Ian in this game. Is that OK? Bit? No expense spared. We've got a special Cone Radio word generator. OK, so let's see if the uh, word generator works. Here we go. There it is. Now, that's an interesting word. It's bum fuzzle. <laughs> bum fuzzle, which means I being thought... confused. Bum fuzzle. Okay, gentlemen, you've got to start thinking of your words. Uh, don't forget, you can go any way like a crossword, you know. Yeah. Uh, it must be in my standard dictionary. I don't care about your standard dictionary. We're using my one, okay? Yeah. Okay, so while you're having a think, a uh, little bit of background about Scrabble. Uh, Scrabble was invented in 1938, so that was just uh, when you were a young lad, Mike. Yeah. Uh, about 150 million sets have been sold and uh, there's clubs all around the world yeah yeah now anyone ready Mike yeah, okay, yeah, go yeah. first go on then I've got one uh, Wahin <laughs> W-A-H-I-N-E you're trying too hard mate is the uh, well yeah, I've, I've, I'm up against you so I've got to be <laughs> at my best and what's that mean Wahin is the Hawaiian word for female surfers Wow, that's a good word. 16, 17, 18 points, Mike. Well done. Thank you very much. Now, just to let everyone know, in case you're a bit confused, we're playing Spanish rules, OK? And Spanish rules means all the lateral words must have at least one letter from each half of the alphabet, OK? Ian, off you go. I'm going vertically, then. Not asthenia, but sthenia. So it's the opposite of asthenia. A condition of abnormal strength or vitality. But you knew I'd go medical, didn't you? Yeah. Well done. Can that's I just say, if you'd moved Bumfuzzle over, I'd have got double points. Yeah, if I count other points, there's only seven points, I'm afraid, Ian. <sighs> it's poor. So poor. Mike. You're supposed to be trying to win this, Ian, but you've just given me my word. Asthenia, which you just mentioned, the loss of strength. Oh, you, oh. you, you put that A in, and look, you got a triple word, you got seven, you got 22 points. That's like oh, writing zone and someone putting an O at the beginning, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Ian, off you go. Your turn. OK. Uh, difficult one, this, actually. I'm going to go... Zorilla. Go on, put it down. Z-O-R-I-L-L-A. Uh, that's which a made-up word. No, it is not, yeah. Mr Lawrence. It's an African skunk. Really? Yes. OK. Uh, a little what, bit what, smellier what? than your average house skunk. <laughs> All right. Well, it, look, um, as we're playing standard Essex protocols, I will allow that. But if you add up the letters, then it's only, it's only nine. It's only nine points. <laughs> well, don't you get ten for Z? No, but we're playing Essex Protocols, aren't you? So that if it's a Z is used as a first letter, you only get one point. You knew that. Don't try and cheat. Don't try and, uh, you know. Yeah, when you started off talking about Spanish rules, I was going to sort of come out with the old, old phrase of uh, when should we expect the Spanish Inquisition, but I think they've just entered the room. <laughs> right, it's your turn, and uh, Essex Protocols also means you've only got ten more seconds. OK. <laughs> I'll go with uh, Menudo. Menudo. Oh, come on. Menudo. Which uh, sounds like Marcia Menduno is a famous Mexican footballer, but it's actually a, what is it? It's a spicy Mexican stew made with a beef tripe. That's pretty good, actually. How was it when you had it, Mike? Oh, it's disgusting. (laughs) If you add up the points there, that's uh, triple, double... That's not bad, is it? That's 24 points, Mike. Yeah. It's pretty good. Well, I'm struggling this time. Yeah. OK, well, look, you can plead the, the Wivenhoe Third Amendment, Scrabble Amendment. Wow. Well, it's up to you, but that does cost you points. Maybe, maybe not. I'll just use what I've got, OK? Yeah. I'm going to go for Kex. That's K-E-X, not, not Kex as in the Manchester version, meaning your trousers. <laughs> um, this would be a dry stalk of a hollow stem plant, such as a cow parsnip or a dry dandelion or even a dry euphorbia. And you're playing the Women Ho Third Amendment? Do I get extra points if I do, Bill? I think... I have to say... Are you can do, you can do it or not? Yeah, go on then. Well, it's pretty good. Because if you add those up, that's 70... Multiply a three... And the amendment, add another one there. That's not bad, is it? That's 54 points. Does Mike, that put you, me in the lead? He's beaten you. That was, that was it. You beat me the, to the post. Ah, I'm not to the post. That was a fantastic play. No more goes then. Well, fantastic. you can't with the Third Amendment, can you? 
I don't know, Bill. It, it, it almost sounds to me as though you're making this up as you go along. I'm going I'm to I'm put in one here in the moment. Autumn wind variations, because my next word would have got so many smays with a Z. Yeah, no, you can't hey, have it. Too late. You can't, you can't have it, mate. You know, you, yeah. I'm, I'm not the sort of person that can be bought off with the promise of a point after the show. <laughs> <laughs> what about the loan of his credit card? <laughs> I know. Well, look, we're going to be playing some more games. Well, and, and you, um, if you want to watch the, that game live, uh, we we did record it. And, and if you go onto uh, Lord David Price's monetized YouTube channel, uh, the Global Digital Retail, which is uh, you know it owns Cold Radio here, um, you can watch that. And we're really delighted. Lord David has loaned us all the games we're using tonight, uh, and at a reduced rate uh, for, for you, Mike, only fifty percent a discount for you off the, off the usual fees. That's right. That's pretty good, isn't 50% it? 50% more for the drinks I've got to buy later. Hang on. Shall we have a, an anagram conundrum for, for, the, uh, for, the, for the listener of this evening? Um, who is this person connected to Box 39 and Cone Radio? Homeward Oik. I'll give the answer after the next piece of music, which is going to be, Mr Lawrence, what's it going to be? This is Cameo and Word Up. Gang Exit, our favourite house band who have been watching this game of Scrabble in amusement over in the corner and they've come up that song which is Sausages in Berlin. It's a great song. Thank you boys yeah. and girls. I quite like that. Um, Rich, house Gang Exit were originally apparently called the Red Hot Chili Pipers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but there was a substantial lawsuit and they changed their name uh, which was inspired of course by a sign on a doorway in a Berlin museum. So, uh, the answer to the anagram conundrum, Ian, what was that? Well, the clue was Homeward Oik, and lo and behold, it could be no one other than the uh, trusty gentleman sitting to my right, or are you that trusty? Uh, well, is there credit on your card, Mike? Depends if I get home as, as an Ike. Mike Harwood. Yeah. Mike Harwood. Yeah. Now we've had a, a text from Dave the Doorman from Clacton, good friend of the show, and he says you can make several anagrams from Ouse Gang Exit, and he's gone through a whole list, but the one he says that he prefers is Anus Exit Gag. Surely it's Anus. 
the Queen pronounces it Anus. <laughs> well, well, it, you know, I don't know if he's uh, friendly with the Queen. Well, I heard her on the telly. She definitely said Anus. So uh, I'm sure Dave would like to, uh, you know, sort of Well, he's come up with some an- anagrams of another band as well. Ed Sheeran. He oh. raised 10. He raised yeah. 10. He raised mm. 10, yeah. Bob Dylan. Bland boy. Not a fair comment. For no, for Bob. and I think, I think, does that mean that there's no... Uh, uh, well, it still doesn't answer chicken or egg question, does it? If you've erased it. <laughs> okay, so call my bluff. Call my bluff. Great TV show uh, of the past, where players try to determine the correct definitions to obscure words. You give a definition. Some someone's going to give the correct definition because Ian and Mike, you're playing against each other. This one. One of you is going to give the correct definition, and one of you is just going to bluff. So let's play. Call my bluff. <sighs> That's the theme music that we all love. Now, so here is the first word, okay? And uh, Ian, you're going to define it first. And the first word is accubation. Ah, interesting word. Um, It's basically someone reclining. So they're lying down and they're eating and drinking while in that position. So basically, it's any person who you'll generally see snacking while watching Netflix. Um, That is an accubation. No, you're way off there. Mm. An occupation is um, something that uh, it's like a drop of mucus that hangs down from someone's nose. That's a chew drop, Mike. No, no. You, so you say, do you realise, I say it quietly, but you have a occupation hanging down from your nose. All right, so I've got to choose. Bogey sounds I've got much to, I've got to choose. Is an occupation, <laughs> is it Ian's word, which is someone lying down and they're eating and drinking, or is it a drop of mucus hanging from someone's nose? Um, I am going to guess that it is you, Mike. It's a drop of mucus. Thank you course. very much, yeah. Is that right? I hope that's not just... Are you right or wrong, Mike? Absolutely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bluff. Absolutely. Very good. See, Netflix is always right, Bill. Very good. It's the way you tell them. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's do the second word. And this is bumbershoot. <laughs> bumbershoot. Uh, Mike, start off uh, whether you're either going to be telling me the truth or a bluff. Off you go. Okay. Bumbershoot is what a hole that is in a barrel or cask that you pour the liquid through. It's, it's a bumbershoot. What else? A hole that is in a barrel or cask that you pour the liquid through. Well, I can tell you, Mike, that that is not correct. Uh, I believe that my definition is Right. Um, and basically, a bumper shoot is exactly the same as an umbrella, um, but it's just a much better word. The bumper bit is a variant of a brolly, and the shoot is there because it looks a bit like a parachute. Okay. A bumper shoot, an Do umbrella. You, is it Ian's umbrella or is it Mike's um, hole in a barrel? Well, I think my. Uh, uh, Ian, you are very good there. You're very credible. And so are you, Mike. I'm going to go Ian. Correct, Bill. Oh. Correct. Can we have some Rihanna now, please, just to celebrate that? Well, uh, or haven't you got her lined up? No, we've got to finish. Call my bluff. Oh, OK. Oh. <laughs> Whoever that made me laugh. Anyway, um, so we've got a text from Eggsy from East Hill. Mike, can you read that? We have, yeah. Uh, what are these anagrams connected to Box 39? Yeah. Cool Adrian. Cool Adrian. Yeah. One Cordial or Raccoon Lied. And what's the answer, Eggsy? And the answer is... They're all anagrams of what? It's well, so obvious. Radio, it's so obvious. I couldn't even say it was so obvious. But thank you, Eggsy. Thank you. For, it's very nice that you phoned, uh, you wrote in. Uh, Mike, you got, yep, an, I've got, got another one? one. I've got another one. This is um, a person connected to Box 39 and Colm Radio also. And it's a Bombay, B-O-M-B-A-Y. And I will give the answer to this after our next piece of music. Which is Morgan James and Say the Words. I'm so your tenderness and your willingness to ignore the 
This is Box 39. We're playing word games here live on the radio with me, Bill Lawrence, and I'm with Mike Harwood and Ian Tallentire. So the next game we're going to play is a radio first. We're going to be playing charades, mimes. Does that work? Yeah, of course it does. We're going to be playing it here on the radio. I'm going to be doing a mime. And you've just got to guess what it is. And people are, uh, you know, listening. If you want to just text in and see what you think it is, uh, and you're very, and hopefully you'll get it. So just, uh, this just, is rather like that game that used to be on the television years ago called Give Us a Clue. Can they watch this live on a link? If, if, as long as they subscribe to Lord David Price. Oh, Dave's in on it again. Is he? Sorry, sorry, Lord media. David. Yeah. Okay. So this is Give Us a Clue. Give us a And just a, just in case, Bombay, the anagram is Bob May, one of our main oh, presenters. Oh, well done, yeah. Tough I'd, one. I'd almost forgotten that had been that's, asked. That's a tough one. Here we go, then. I'm going to be giving my mime, and I'll give you a clue. It's five... One, two... Yeah, it's five... Uh, four words. Four words, and it's a film. Are you ready for it? Here we go. Are you going to play that before every piece, Bill? Well, I quite like, I quite like it. Um, Tweeting bird, was that the clue? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah. Uh, uh, let's, let's have another go. Okay. One flew over the uh, tweeting bird's nest. <laughs> let's, let's have another go. Water splashing. Well, that's Jaws, isn't it? I no, mean, no, it's, do, do, do. no, it's not. It's Bert Lancaster in the swimmer, where he goes to 12 swimming pools and thinks he could be an angry one. We don't find sheep swimming in the water being eaten by a shark, do you? Come on, you got to watch closely to my mime. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, I saw this sort of thing. Can everyone see me? This yeah. sort of thing with his arms. Come on, what do you think it is? I don't have a clue, mate. All right. Mike? This, is, this is so simple and obvious because the clues were so brilliant. So there was water splashing. Yeah. You heard Jaws theme tune. Yeah. There's a bit from Harry Potter. Yeah. And a cartoon boing. No problem. It's a fish called Wanda. Very good. Where, where and where did that come <laughs> from? I mean, really? No, watch closely next <laughs> I time. T- I tell you, folks, you had more hope of getting that listening than you did seeing it. All right, well, try another one. Now, now, come on in. But please sign up to Dave's channel. <laughs> this is the second one, and this is a TV programme, and it's four words. OK, here we go. That's striking. <laughs> is that laughter meant to be there? Well, yeah. Come on, I'll try again. Because I think until then I had an idea. <laughs> it was a match striking. A ball. Yeah. I, kicked, I kicked a ball. Kicked a ball. Yeah. I whistled. Yeah. Yeah. And I laughed. Well, other than laughter, I think it's got something to do with football. 
judging by your actions, of that's course. Better. That's yeah. better, Ian. Carry on. Yeah. You're on the right track. I'm on the right track. Now, I, I couldn't make up my mind whether it was going to be uh, Sky Sports coverage of... Oh, God, I was advertising. I do, do apologise, everybody. A particular channel's coverage of a European club championship. What, what uh, kind of you're just waffling, buying some time here. Match of the day. I'm going to go all in, match of the day. Cards on the table. Yeah, you're right. Oh. What were you going to say, Mike? I was going to say, um, match of the day. Oh, well, okay. Wow. That's a good mime. I'm quite pleased you both got it. I'm quite proud yeah. of my mime then. Okay, we'll do one more. Do we have to? Is this the decider? <laughs> Are you ready? Here we go. I've got it. Poor Cow, which is a novel by Neil Glenn and, and, uh, and a film. Poor Cow. Sean the Sheep. That's a film, mate. Oh. An elephant. That's it to India. <laughs> well, so far we've got cow, sheep, horse, tractor, an elephant. Come on, Mike. I'm working my socks off here, okay, boys. I'm standing yeah. on this table doing all these animal impressions. I've been messing about, I must admit. It's, it's a book, right? Two words, it's, book. This is It's I'm a like, book, two words. Animal Farm. Yeah. Hey? How? Yeah. How? Hey? There yeah. was no elephant in Animal Farm. There were pigs. There were <laughs> pigs. But an elephant tried to get yeah, in the I was, arc, I was wasn't it? the Indian version I was reading. <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> but obviously, because we're on radio, I had to say that. Now, another anagram there, Ian. You got another anagram there for us? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure I want to play any more games. I, I, I might just have had a belly full. Of course, he's lovely quite, listeners. He's quite now. Here is an anagram conundrum for the listener. Who is the person connected to Box 39 and Cone Radio? And the clue is no radiance. I think that's slightly unfair. But anyway, we'll give you the clue, or the, the answer even, after the next piece of music. And what is the next piece of music? Um, well, you're normally in charge of that. Don't Believe a Word by Thin Lizzy. to Box 39 with Bill Lawrence and Adrian Cohen and this week we're playing word games with Mike Harwood and Ian Tallentire yes we are playing word games here on the radio it's a radio first for the Colm radio and possibly 
for radio in its entirety. Uh, we've been playing a range of games, and I think at the moment it's uh, we've played three games, and it's two games to Mike and one game to Ian. <laughs> but we're now going to chance, uh, Ian, to redeem yourself uh, and get your hands on the trophy. But uh, can you just give the answer to the anagram you set us, Mike? Was it oh, you? I think it was me. Oh, Ian, you set yeah, the anagram. Yeah, the clue to the anagram, conundrum, was no radiance. Yeah. And the answer to that, of course, is the lovely um, Adrian Cohen. Absolutely. Well, once again, the, uh, the answer, although the anagram doesn't suit the person, because he's full of radiance. <laughs> he is, even yeah. though we never let him out of the music library. That's true. Yeah, he needs to be full of his own radiance, because there's no sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to play Just a Minute, which is a very, very popular British radio comedy panel game. It's now in its 874th series. Uh, it's over 120 years old. And the object of the game is for panellists to talk for 60 uh, British seconds on a given subject. And you're not allowed to hesitate. You're not allowed to repeat, so no hesitation, no repetition or deviation. And that means start talking about something which is not in the title. So, uh, who wants to start? Oh, that'll be me. I'm going to have a crack at this. All right, then. Okay. Now, if uh, if anything goes wrong, I'm going to play a buzzer. But before we go, let's just remind ourselves of what just a minute sounds like. Well, thank you, Henry. That she, was good, wasn't it? She's good on that piano, isn't she? What, Henry? Henry. I thought it was with an I. Ah, oh, that's Henri. Henri? No, he's at the back. He's the man on the oboe. Ah, OK. OK, and if I think you're hesitating, deviating, or uh, the other one, repeating, I will play this noise. OK? So if there's anything wrong, you'll hear this noise. <laughs> <All right. laughs> and if you get to the end of the, the uh, minute you'll hear this noise okay ready then Ian you're going to go first and the thing I want to talk about is, is obviously very very um, uh, much to do with what we're talking about it's my favourite word and your time starts now my favourite word has been developing in my head since the beginning of time. Or at least that's the way it seems. Unfortunately, I've never really come to a conclusion as to what that word is. And I'm still very much thinking about it. Many, many words have floated through that. Repetition. Many, many. Well done, Mike. Thank you. Yeah, it goes to you. That was a bit of a slip, wasn't it? (laughs) You've only got 13 more seconds to talk about my favourite word starting now. A man walks into a bar and he realises he hasn't got any money. He looks at all of the uh, labels on the uh, pumps and suddenly... Deviation, surely. What what was wrong It's about my favourite word, not walking into a pub. Well... Absolutely. I don't think you can argue with that, can you? I'm, I'm speechless. <laughs> also, hesitation, which is not like you, Mike, on the radio. This is true, but, you know, I've got Ian staring at me, to <laughs> intimidating me. He is. You don't have to get right up close to him like that, Ian. Yes. I, I find it's the only way to win. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so, Ian, you've got just four seconds left to talk about my favourite word. My favourite word is Constantinople, and it came to me... Brilliant. You get an we'll give an extra point, I think, for that, don't you? Yeah. It's using the word Constantinople. Yeah. So it's a great word. Isn't it, it takes half a second, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. That Are was you... that was the reasoning behind using it, Mike. <laughs> it's not my favourite word. We can talk about that later. He's a bright lad, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're going to play just a little bit while you have a breather and a, a little bit of a dry you down with a towel. Here's a little bit of music from Aus Gang Exit. <laughs> So, 
We're going to go back to just a minute now. I've got another go. I honestly <laughs> thought that was it. It was over and I'd won. I was <laughs> celebrating. No, you just uh, you just won the first the first one. That was uh, a fantastic piece of music. Now they tell me, Asking Exit, that they've worked out an anagram of Lord David Price is PVC Onion Raider. Is that right? <laughs> but I think I don't know if there's enough O's in that. But uh, anyway, thank you very much uh, for that. Ausgang exit. An anagram of Lord David Price is PVC Onion Raider, which is a great name for a song. Yeah. I, I think Ausgang exit will be developing a tune to fit that title. Yes, Absolutely. I think you just heard it. Yes, no, but a better one. Oh, it's always a work in progress with them, isn't it? Henry now is I think always the tr- downcast. No, 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 no. What you didn't down. notice there, Bill, was Sorry, the, Henry. the trombone slider just got me in the back of the neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough, fair enough. Well, it's uh, we're ready for round two, and Mike, you're going to play. And, and the uh, the theme for this subject, Mike, is uh, just picking up on what you said before. I thought it was quite good. So we're actually going to give you that as a subject. And the theme, uh, the what you've got to talk about is a man walks into a bar starting now. A man walks into a bar and he realises he doesn't have any money. So he looks around and see who he can get money from. And meanwhile... Oh, sorry. I blew my whistle when really I should have done this. I should have buzzed my buzzer like this. Repetition of money. No, yeah. but I gave it a different... Um, one was cash and one was credit card, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah, so actually you're wrong. No, <laughs> I'll give that to you, Mike. Thank you. So yeah, carry on. Yeah, so you can carry on and yeah. off you start, off you go now. So he decided that he didn't want to go in the bar, so he went outside and actually uh, climbed up a tree. Bar. No, well, I think one was a bar, was a horizontal bar, the other one was a vertical bar, wasn't it? That's right. Thank yeah, you. so I'm afraid another point to you, Mike. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, okay. OK, you've got just eight more seconds to talk about a man walks into a bar right. starting now. So what he did was he went up the tree, climbed along a branch, saw a bus. Hesitation. Oh, I didn't notice that at all. Well, no, hang on. You know, if you go up a tree, there's certain hesitation getting from one branch to another. Yeah, but you, not in this game, Mike. No, um, point, another point to Mike there. Uh, you've yeah. got one second left. A man walks into a bar starting from now. And he can't go wrong because he's won everything. <laughs> yeah. And you get an extra point there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm almost tempted to get another extra point with Ian intimidating with his nose to nose. Yeah. About four, four centimetres away. Yeah. Yeah. He comes over. Yeah. He's even using my mic. <laughs> Do I need to back off? <laughs> well, we've got one more. One more round here. Okay. And because uh, this is going so well. Uh, you know, I never would have dreamt it would go as well as this. So. No. Are we ready for the uh, third third round? Ian, you can start on this, and it's called fibbing, starting now. Fibbing can take many different forms. What was that, Mike? That was hesitation, wasn't it? Yeah, OK. Mike, uh, you've got 58 seconds starting on fibbing, starting now. Fibbing rhymes with ribbing. And ribs are in the body. Hesitation. Uh, yeah, I think I'll have to give you that. Okay. I will give you that, Ian. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you've got 57 seconds now, starting <laughs> on fibbing, starting now. Such as an untruth. This can be a series of words which actually have never happened. <laughs> it's not that straightforward. <laughs> Mike? Fibbing. No, what was, what, what, where did you go wrong? Oh, he, he hit his head on the microphone. <laughs> Look, I'll buzz in myself. That uh, was hesitation. Absolutely. I'm yeah. glad so you... a point to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And good, okay. for, you, good for you getting that, because he's, he's got me on hesitation. Okay. I've, I've, I'm, deviation from Mr. Harwood, he because started, mentioning yeah. the head... No, 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 no he deviated, because it should only have been hesitation or the other two, and then he goes on about me hitting my head on the microphone. <laughs> well, that's all I can do now is press the buzzer. I, I'm just slightly losing the will to, to, to play this game. Fibbing, it's, okay, it's like playing I'm with two five-year-olds. No, I can, I, can, I can come in. I don't want any hesitation either from uh, that man over there. Fibbing rhymes with living, and living is like a dream if you keep going and don't stop talking. You said living twice. No, living and... That was repetition, Bill. Yeah, repetition. 
I get another point. And How I'm, many I'm, seconds I'm, have I got? You've got seven more seconds, Ian, starting from now. Fibbing is lying, telling an untruth, getting it wrong, being a pain in the bottom, and all those things that we shouldn't do in life which are incorrect. Perfect. Uh, last he got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that I think if we had top up the points, uh, I came second in that game. <laughs> and uh, Ian, you won the game. Hey! Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. Okay, Mike, let's uh, let's let's just let's fade out that uh, that that memory which might stay with me for a bit too long in my life with just this lovely little bit of music. Listen to this. Okay. <laughs> Well, that's pretty good, isn't it, from Henry there? I think the first bit is the minute waltz, isn't it? Yeah. But, he, I mean, yeah. it's not bad. He I'm can not play sure that in 15 where seconds. Came in. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> Through but the trap door. Pretty well done, Ausgang Exit. For, they only learnt that this afternoon. It's not bad, was it? Not bad at all. Yeah. We got another another conundrum. Conundrum, even. Another anagram for listeners. Uh, uh, Mike, can you yeah. think of another one? Yeah, I have. Uh, it is eternal initial eternal initial and i shall give the answer after the next piece of music which is ellie goulding and how long Now, 
That was a little tempting teaser for you. That was the sound of Countdown. And while you're thinking, no, they're going to do Countdown live on Box 39. Can it get any better than this? <laughs> that was wonderful. Are you ready for Countdown then? Countdown's, uh, it was the first ever programme broadcast on Channel 4 way back when, about 1982, I think. And it's a word and numbers game. Uh, over 8,000 series have been broadcast since its debut on the 2nd of November 1982 uh, with nearly a million episodes which is uh, pretty good going so Countdown is one of the longest running game shows ever uh, and before we do that interesting email turned up from Daryl Bass from Gusset Hill down there in St Osith just out over there and he says my favourite show on, the moment, on TV at the moment is the Cos crossover comedy he says it's a crossover comedy and word game called 8 out of 10 cats does countdown and he says it's got the shiny face comedian jimmy carr as host and all sorts of hilarious comedians uh, as contestants now he says he would like to see more of these crossover shows and he suggests one called naked countdown where are you going with this well i asked daryl he says which <laughs> combines countdown with the fascinating and educational show naked attraction where contestants choose their dates by only looking at their entire can i, can I naked stop you there miss lawrence this is only going to end badly well, keep reading it says everyone in the show <laughs> contestants and presenters would be completely naked uh, and he says that he suggests the hosts of Naked Countdown uh, to be the actor, actor Julie Walters and the numbers and letters wizard should be Noddy Holder from his favourite band Slade. Well, that's a good suggestion, isn't it? Uh, you know, people. sometimes I'm less speechless okay. on this radio show. Oh, well, um, Daryl, thank you for your, your suggestions then. Uh, well, 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 we'll put that to uh, people that that should be put to. So let's play Countdown then. Uh, and uh, we'll start off then with uh, Ian and Mike are going to take it in turns to ask for letters. Uh, they can ask for either a vowel or a consonant, and then they're going to have a, a, a little bit of time to try and make uh, a word from those letters. So, Mike, do you want to start? Do you want yeah. a letter or a consonant? I'll have a, definitely a vowel, please. Okay, there's your vowel. Ian? Okay. Uh, consonant, please, Bill. There's your consonant. Uh, Mark. Uh, another vowel. Well, that's not a bad one. Okay, Ian. Vowel, please. Oh, that's going to be difficult. Uh, Ian. Uh, Mike. No, uh, Mike. Another vowel, please. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Ian. Consonant, please, Bill. Mm, you can't be pleased with that. Uh, Mike. Uh, another vowel. Is it, can you have any words without a consonant? <laughs> We've got one consonant. Uh, you should be all right. Uh, Ian, you can choose uh, last choice. Consonant, please. Excellent. Okay. Are you ready then? So, a countdown starts now. Right then, what have you got? What have you got? Ian, what is your word? Ill willy. Ill willy. Spell that. I double L. W-I-L-L-I-E Yeah, that works. What does that mean, though? Uh, basically, a look of unfriendly sort of disposition. That's good. OK. Yeah. yeah, we'll give you that. Mike, what's your word? Yeah, well, actually, the presenter and I worked out that uh, Ian would get too confident if I just chose vowels, so we had a secret message to slip in a couple of consonants. Yeah. And the word is cootsie-poo. Cootsie-poo. Spell that, Mike. C-U-T-E-S-Y-P-O-O. -O. <laughs> and what's your point? What are you trying to prove, Mike? What's well, that? Have what's you just regressed? I'll tell you what it means. It yeah. means sickeningly cute. Oh, is, definitely uh, a word for you, Mike. That, no, no. And that's one. Well, that's, that's why one, I did that voice. One, one more letter I, than I did yours. a voice. Sickeningly cute. Okay, very quickly, we've got time for the numbers round. So, um, uh, Ian, what sort of numbers do you want? Uh, I'll have two from the top, two yeah. from the middle, and three large ones, please. They are. Ooh. And that's not my order at the bar. Uh, we'll be later. Those. We'll be later. Okay, there's your target on the machine coming up. There's your target. Okay, so you've got uh, just uh, time to find from those numbers there. Can you get the target? Okay, here we go. Mm. 
Mike, Mike, did you get there? Did you I get did. there, Mike? Go Nonsense on, maths. Get it wrong. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know, but it's only good. Well, looking at your working out, that is rubbish, isn't it? Well, well you- quite simply, the uh, the three from the top. You multi you multiply the first two and subtract the third. You then take the two numbers from the middle one. You multiply the uh, the, the sum of the first part, divide uh, by the second, and then you multiply by the first large number, and that gives you exactly the second large number. That's rubbish. No, he's right. Yeah, he's right. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, listeners. <laughs> I'll give it to you this time here. Just so, this time. Mike, you can't, first of all, you've got your nine upside down, so you're reading as a six. <laughs> Couldn't you see the little line which indicated which way up it was, yeah. Mike? Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's like playing Uno. Yeah. Remember that game? Yeah. yeah. We'll play that next week. This is tricky. You put the board upside down. <laughs> <laughs> OK, we've got time for one more conundrum because we're running out of time here. Uh, brain cell law. Brain Cell Law will give you the answer after this. the excitement of playing these games has just got to us and we're almost run out of time but we have got one email come in that I really do want to, to read now who's going Mike can you just read that there that one for us yeah it's from Michael J from a Fox Lake near Manningtree who says <laughs> his favourite word is <laughs> can you just say that word again yeah what does that mean? I think we should get him to say camel over them again. <laughs> Mike, what does that well, word it's, mean? It's obvious, isn't it? It's, uh, it's, well, I couldn't pronounce it, so it certainly bothered me. Nakak, apagap, bagap. 
show off. What it means <laughs> We're is... We're certainly closer than your rendition. <laughs> <laughs> what it means is something that bothers you. And at the moment, my fellow presenter is really bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> OK, well, thank you for that. And thank you, Michael J. from Fox Lake near Manningtree with your word, Nakakakabag. I should add that it's, um, uh, the, it's the first language spoken by most people living in the Philippines. Is that uh, right? yeah. What, Tagalog? It is, yeah. 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 Uh, well, actually, there's another one there, Mike, just uh, above there on the screen from Pauline from Klingo Hill. Oh, yeah. Whoa, that's easy. Kasari, riri, sarari, kanati, niti, niti. <laughs> Which is a Finnish word for getting drunk in your own. Kalsari can it? Yeah. A Finnish word for getting drunk in your underwear. Correct. It looks like two words from where I'm sitting, but... Well, I'd just like to say thank you so much for coming in here and playing these word games. If I said it was a pleasure... Um, <laughs> I think you'd be stretching a point. But, you know, it's it's the first for Cone Radio. It's the first possibly for any radio station anywhere. You and that we again. hope at home you've enjoyed, uh, which has been genuinely an attempt to play some word games for you. Uh, we're just going... We've got, uh, we've got an email here from Donna from Norwich. And uh, she texts in, rather, uh, not an email, she's texting in Donna has and before we leave and she says uh, I really enjoy puzzles and games says Donna uh, it helps those long dark nights pass by um, and uh, with winter draws on she says she often plays all evening with her next door neighbour Rory now over the years she said she's collected everything from board games to card games to word games and uh, she's kept them all together in her games chest which is a lovely uh, wooden trunk and she said as you can imagine when Rory first saw my chest he was breath Breathless with excitement, and told me that mine is probably the nicest box he has ever seen. So thank you very much for that, Donna. It's uh, delightful to have you on the on the program as well. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Ian. And uh, we're going to leave you uh, once more to say that this has been Box Thirty Nine. And uh, Ian, where are we? We're high up in Studio One on the fourth floor of Cone Radio Towers, looking out over the full and fertile lands of Northeast Essex. It's time for us to close Box 39 once more. Be seeing you. Be seeing you. Be seeing you. What have I gonna do to make you love me? What have I gonna do to make you care? What do I do when lightning strikes me? And the way to find that you're not there What do I do to make you want me? What have I got to do to be high? What do I say when it's all over? And sorry seems to be the hardest word It's sad, so sad It's a sad, sad situation And it's getting more and more uncertain It's sad, so sad
is a Guppy production for Colne Radio and is committed to a varied, equitable and truly inclusive output that properly reflects the ethnic diversity of our community audience. <laughs>